So hey what's up you guys welcome back to the Noggin Zone podcast hope you're doing absolutely amazing and it's a mole your host and we're going to talk about sustainability you saw the title and it's about sustainability especially we're going to stress over the country of Sweden now Sweden is the most sustainable country in the world it's not one of the most but it's the most sustainable country in the world and it actually you know kind of shows to be one of the greenest or sustainable countries in the world is pretty amazing job and of course i had hopes from a european country especially the northern european ones you know somewhat from norway sweden finland netherlands and what not now i i want to say this that the things that are, that these guys are doing is pretty amazing i'm not going to let behind norway or even canada because it's amazing it, the things that they are doing is pretty amazing and you know in 2018 they were the best uh, in con- uh, when we consider sustainability and even in 2016 uh, they were the best now of course the 2020 uh, rankings are still not out yet because of you know certain reasons and the thing is let's talk about seven major things uh you know that make this country more sustainable than any other country if you're living in asia dude you're you're pretty far behind than these countries i mean i'm from asia so of course the first thing is the district of gothenburg now this cooler countries actually depend a lot on heating services now as a guy from by i know that here it's a tropical climate and we need acs which we need to cool things down and of course we draw electricity but in the case of heating of course you can use electricity but these countries use other systems like heating coal or firing wood in the pits or all the other things so it's not kind of sustainable when we talk about burning wood or burning coal so what this city actually did was they used a central a district for heating and once it's fired up you can use depending on how much warmth do you want and it's pretty sustainable it uses biofuels and of course wood which is actually left over by the nearby uh, wood industry now of course they just don't chop wood and just burn it for heat uh, what they do is they grow trees and they export them they use it for industrial purposes and the things which are left behind like the things which cannot be used in industries or the thing which cannot be exported on all those different things it's just used in burning and of course biofuel is used again so about 90% of the heating is done by the district heating system which is you know centralized heating system which is pretty amazing of course they have a pro when we talk when we talk about population it's not scattered like any other less populated countries densely populated at certain regions so it's good for them the next uh, is uh, the country uh, the city of waxjo and now listen i don't know how to spell this country because A has two dots on it and O has two dots on it so I'm going to go with the Voxjo which V A X J O so Voxjo so they had a pretty nice plan even in the 90s because in 1996 they had a goal to become the first city which is a uh, fossil fuel so by 2030 they'll go completely fossil fuel free so big up and of course cars uh, industries and everything now they have again the same uh, 
district cooling system and the heating system and they have these energy sources and energy efficient buildings of course they have the public transport which run on biogas and renewable energies of course electric and biofuel of course and they are amazing and they actually promote people to use uh, cycling or public transport because public transport is really cheap there uh, because you know the taxes are pretty high but still you can get uh, medical bills done by them and all those different plus points when you pay taxes of course you need something in return and sweden swedish government doesn't give a crap about any they did they want they would do want to listen to anything that you want to say and they give you everything in 2014 this city in southern sweden had about 2.4 tons of uh, co2 emission per capita now it sounds a bit too much but when we consider that an average eu person releases about 2.3 million tons of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere it's it's pretty neat 7.3 and 2.4 is like i don't know it's amazing but still 2.4 we, we can go down can go down of course now this was done by you know a lot of different reforms they they used their uh, forest departments for you know burning making biofuels and they also have this underground system of a sewage transfer and waste transportation they don't have those wastemen no, i should say wastemen uh they don't have this dust carts or dust vans that will take your waste and transport it to a place and dump it away so this is actually in the case of malmo now again it it's oh has two dots on it i don't know i don't know how 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 i don't know okay oh has two dots on top i don't know how to spell it is malmo and this of course it's uh, a pretty progressive state now the thing is it has this amazing waste management waste management system which actually has this vacuum you know stuck and it's pretty cool when i first time looked at it this waste management system if you throw stuff into your garbage bin or that garbage pit it sucks and it takes it to a place where this waste is biodegradable waste is actually turned into biofuel and this biofuel is used to run public transport which is pretty amazing for a city to do this thing which is not a corporate level job which is government level job which is pretty amazing i mean they're doing a pretty amazing thing with it Osnberg is another place it again has a huge investments from different places now different companies are actually attracted to it if the country is uh into sustainability or all those different things they actually got an award from the UN this city uh it, it was called the world habitat award for its 10000 green roofs which actually slowed down flooding and again they use solar energy now solar energy is not a big thing there because of course it's a cooler region and during winters the sun is like you know i'm not going to come out and all those different things so they do not depend a lot on solar energy or either wind so you know biofuel is really good alternative now the places which have an ample of solar energy like middle east suppose india or any other country like even the us has a lot of sunshine when we talk about mainland us solar panels can be used and of course tesla is doing the things it's pretty amazing 
The next thing is about the energy efficient city of Uema. Now, A has a weird character. I don't know how to do this, guys. The Ue, Umia, 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 yeah, Umia. Alright, so, so this has. They, they did amazing things, okay? Now, if you go to Europe, if you have been to Europe, of course, you see that the houses or the apartment buildings are pretty old there and like hundreds of years old so the wiring system is pretty old so it's not that efficient so what they did is break all those things and refurbish it at least not completely break it down and get new lines of electricity the, the current lines which is pretty amazing when we talk about electricity because you know a lot of electricity is wasted and it's not good when we are talking about sustainability about 20 to 25 percent of electricity is lost just during when we are you know throwing electricity from one place to another and why i'm using throwing just you know throwing yeah throwing yeah <laughs> from one place to another and because of course when we are talking about sustainability and using a better fuels it's actually a good thing when we use a better lining system farming is another big thing farming now it goes hand in hand with the bee culture the bee and butterfly culture of course bee and butterflies help in uh, pollen grain transfer hence help in fertilization and all those different things and now it's a cool country and farming is not that a big thing of course they do farm and there is climate changes and all those things and now farming is moving to a place where it's much more difficult to for us to depend on farming and all those different things because you know we cannot depend on other people when we are talking about sustainability of course and once we start growing our own food it's a pretty good thing i mean we have energy which the government is providing using biofuels and and tax payments and all those different things so the next thing is food and even they have thought about it and the entire country of sweden is talking about it and they are making their own food in rooftops or they have these small communities where people come together grow their own food take it home grow it grow it of course organically so that it's much better they use waste from their home and uh you know use them as fertilizers grow things organically free of course of course and teach the children live with the nature rather than against it pretty good thing so energy is sorted farming is done wildlife so wildlife they of course they care about the wildlife the forest industry is really important they grow this fast growing timbers in certain regions they sow the seeds grow it grow it and then cut it and sell it so they are not harming the deep ecosystem that is actually there and they do take care of it so pretty good job sweden uh sustainability amazing i mean norway is not that far, far behind uh canada and old uk is also doing a pretty good job when it comes to energy sources of course they went off a fossil fuel for like it's 24 hours recently so yeah pretty good job now the job has to be done by us uh, by the asian countries and uh, yeah the rest of the world of course so we can learn a lot of things from this country of course they are amazing and we have to learn a lot of things from them but it's not only the government that can learn from these things it's also us growing 
things by ourselves we can do it of course uh separating degradable and biodegradable things is a pretty amazing thing that a person can do because once you separate the biodegradable and degradable things is that you can use the degradable things as a manure in your farm if you're growing your own food or you can just throw it away because a lot of these countries a lot of the developing countries i would say use uh, this uh, you know they just collect it and just throw it into the landfill so you know that your part is good because you're throwing just degradable things which will degrade away uh, once it's in the landfill so the things which do not are with you you can recycle it reuse it or you know just make the best out of it and of course you have to throw some things away so we have to be conscious about it that at least when we are throwing things outside it's we we are not buying anything that we have to throw away like single use plastic and all those different like straws of course turtles save the turtles yeah so yeah this was it this was it for today appreciation podcast for sweden i guess don't don't boost your ego swedish guys just chill out chill out you're amazing be fucking i would say a role model for the rest of the country and the rest of the world and thank you guys thank you for listening uh go on to the noggins on podcast listen to the noggins on podcast and thank you guys thank you for listening keep learning and keep exploring